Hey. Hey, 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 hey. Dude, it's Wednesday, which means there's only two days left of the week. It is hump day. Yes, that part of the week where you know you only have Thursday and Friday left till you get to the weekend. And you're happy about that. And so am I. Um, today we're going to be talking about some fun topics. Uh, we're going to be just doing what we always do. You're coming here because you want to know the truth. You want to hear something that normal people don't talk about. Or you can't find our topics in other podcasts. Also, it's because, you know, this is where you come to laugh and feel a little more you. You know, the whole important part of Born to be a Star is that you were born to be a star. And that you were beautiful already. And that the mirror is just a reflection of everything you wanted to be and more. You're already a star. You just have to find your own light within yourself. So, saying all that, those wonderful, beautiful things about you and all the listeners and everybody out there in this big, beautiful world we live in, let's get to the podcast today. Again, it's Wednesday, and I'm very happy to be here as always. Thank you for tuning in to Born to Be a Star. So, let's get into it. Some friendships are everlasting, while others aren't. What do I mean by that? Some friendships are going to last forever. You're going to be able to adapt the friendship, and it's going to be able to grow with time. There isn't going to be anything that's going to stop the friendship, whether it be distance, a state, a phone call, a different phone number. You start to get older, you're going to grow together and you're going to relish and it's going to be very vibrant and bright. Other friendships are just going to like stop. Like it's sort of like that you're in my reason, my life for a reason or a season. Some friendships are only for a season because The other person stops calling you, you stop texting them, and then there's nothing. Just nothing. I mean, I feel like people only want to call or text me when they're bored and they don't have anything to do. And and I'm not saying that I don't have friends. I'm saying that it it only feels like people want to be my friends when they're getting something out of it. Like... If anything happens to me, I don't have anyone to call. Like, I don't have anyone to talk to about anything. There's no one I can text for anything. Now, granted, maybe that's because of COVID-19 and everything's a little weird and strange and people are doing whatever they're doing. But I have not talked to my best friend since January. And we've been best friends for like 10 years. That should have you wondering. All the other people in my life that I'm friends with, they don't call or text me unless something is wrong with them. And I don't know. Maybe I suck. Or maybe I just outgrew them. You know, sometimes I feel like it's a little devastating how sometimes I can feel lonely. But, you know, I've adapted to this whole remote thing. So I'm not wandering around trying to find things to do, which we talked about on a prior uh, podcast, and I'm not in an environment where I'm looking for friendships because I'm not looking for that. So maybe that's what it is. But I feel like things used to be different. I I feel like it used to be easier 
And now it's not. For whatever reason, it's just not as easy as it used to be. And because of that, it feels impossible to have a friend. But what is a friend? And after you get to a certain point, how do you have time for that? Like, working full-time, being in a relationship with another person, having the responsibility of a child or a pet or, you know, having goals and having all these things. Like, maintaining a friendship with that is possible, but sometimes it's not. And sometimes people are, like, dead weight. Sometimes you're only friends with people for nothing. Like... There's been times I've been friends with people and I'm calling, I'm texting, I'm putting all this effort into it. For what? What am I getting out of this? How is this helping me cognitively with my future? How is this helping me grow and learn and prosper? Because if you're still in the same situation you've been in for five years and we've been friends for that entire time and nothing has happened in that time frame, then... There's something wrong with me. And you. I'm trying to learn and adapt and grow and prosper. As much as I can. Because I'm not going to be here long. No one is. But. Literally. Some of these people are lying. They're wolves in sheep clothing. They just want to take advantage of you. And they want to use you up. There's nothing left. And sometimes you have to cut people off. Friends are sometimes just a nice word to say. Because when they're really needed and they're not there, then are they really your friends? Like when I text people or I need them to respond, there's been a lot of times in my life where people have not responded to me. And I finally got to a point, and I think it was this year with COVID, where I just stopped fucking, excuse my friends, I stopped caring. Just, whatever. Bye. Like, I don't, I don't care. Bye. And I think some of us get to that point, and it's okay to get to that point. So, if it's not working... And both of you aren't trying to maintain your friendship, then it's not meant to last. Let's not lie. Let's be honest. And it's not your fault. It's not their fault. That's just kind of how relationships work. Sometimes they can be fixed and sometimes they can't. And you can't stay stuck in that. You have to move forward. The next part of the conversation is, You can't be responsible for all the bad or the wrong. What do I mean by that? Everything that happens in your life that's bad isn't your fault. Every time something bad happens doesn't mean you did anything wrong. Sometimes it might mean like that. Sometimes you might have said something or you might have made the wrong move. Or you might have, you know, done something and you didn't even know you did it. But you can't. Always be wrong. You can't. And sometimes other people have to take responsibility. Know that. 
And don't feel bad about it either. Everything can't be your fault. You're not the scapegoat. And sometimes people always want to blame someone else for something instead of taking responsibility. And it is so easy for someone to say, if you didn't do this, we wouldn't be here. Well, really, if you had to say something to me when I did it, we wouldn't have been here. Who knows what would have happened? How can you say stuff like that? Like, really? Seriously? Yeah, like in a relationship, it's not one person, it's two. And if it's only one person saying something, then it is only one person. And you shouldn't be in a relationship with that other person because they're not doing anything. A marriage is a combination of two people saying they want to be together through the good and the bad, through the pretty and the dark, through the shitty and the great. That's what a marriage is. It's um, You don't get to 40 years of marriage with everything being a peachy rose, like a fantasy island, like a picture of a house. That's not reality. In reality, stuff's breaking and, and things don't things don't stay pretty. It rains. It's not always great. That's just one aspect of it. People wanting to blame you for things, and this could be anybody, and wanting to put everything on you isn't good. And if somebody's doing that to you... You need to get away from them and recognize your power not to accept that. And this is with any relationship, not just a marriage, a friendship. If the other friend is trying to point out everything you're doing wrong instead of admitting their own problems or you're trying to relay something to them and they're in denial about it, it might not be a friendship, man. Like, it, that's not good. A family member, a relationship with your family member... If they're always just coming up with an excuse about stuff, again, that's not good. Be careful with that. Be careful with always being the scapegoat. The next and final part of this conversation is... Can Chinese at home beat... Chang's Kitchen? I don't know. Um, It depends on the Chinese that you're having. Are you making orange chicken by yourself? Are you making your own sweet and sour soup? I could definitely tell you making your own sweet and sour soup at home is delicious and you need to try it. If you make your own orange chicken, you could use the vegan version of the chicken or the actual chicken. It's good too. You can make your own lo mein. You can make your own um, you know, rice. You could make your own stuff at home there's lots of recipes and there's lots of things you can do to you know make your your um your home style chinese food or you know what's a really good idea see if you have any like chinese friends so you can get some recipes from them and try them out and see what you like um or if you want to be creative you can order out for some places and then compare them you know see like okay which one tastes better or, okay, I don't know. I mean, it's up to you. Do you like making Chinese food at home? Or do you prefer to buy it? I kind of like Wang's Kitchen, but I've been eating that my entire adult life and I still love it. And um, I'll be back. We tried some Chinese food last weekend and it was pretty good. I can't remember the name of the place. Um, the rice was pretty tasty. And um, I've always liked Chinese food and Vietnamese food. And I've also always liked trying new things. So I've got to tell you, it's absolutely delicious. Um, 
I think if you try it at home, you might find out you like it. Nothing beats a failure but a try. I will see you tomorrow on Thursday. Thank you for tuning in to Born to Be a Star. See you tomorrow.